You're listening to Outside Radio. Welcome back to Ugly Girls Club. Thank you so much for listening and being part of this tumultuous, crazy, emotional roller coaster with me to the day ones. Thank you for sticking around. Even when I had like, you know, all the treacherous technical issues, the nervousness, you know, I see you and thank you for being with me until now. Thanks also to the new listeners who have become part of this family. This is a sisterhood and I'm so thankful that you have decided to join and listen to the podcast so we can engage each other and learn from each other. Shout out to Outside Radio. Thanks for hosting me and the rest of the team. We have different podcasts on Outside Radio. We have a podcast about queer culture, queer issues, queer politics. We have a podcast about the arts. We have uh, a new podcast coming soon discussing the world and intersection. I'm really excited for that one. And of course, we have our resident DJ Momo, who has the best mix. Like, Sis is killing the mix game and you should definitely check it out on our SoundCloud. All of these podcasts are available on our website and on our Instagram page at outside radio underscores small letters outside radio underscore so last time when we last spoke we were talking to opambili about her traumatic experience at uwc under the context of grooming that was part one and this week we wrap up her story and discuss how she overcame the situation and what and what her 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 future looks like and what what is she looking forward to moving from this situation so i really hope you enjoy this conversation and learn from it um survivors you're not alone we are here for you you know um and yeah enjoy no because also i mean like this is your lecturer also you know like the power dynamic which we'll discuss also um a little bit more after um you you tell us the story like you you'd be like okay he's saying so it should be fine but then your gut as well is also just like mm, it's not fine you know yeah that yeah it, it was just weird and get mm. at that time i was a child of so course i was just confused as to is this what happens but i just sat down and i was like okay fine let's watch a movie <laughs> but in my mind i was like oh my gosh like my heart was just palpitating i was i was very very scared i don't know i don't know how to explain it but i was scared i was kind of trembling mm-hmm. so i was like no just relax um this guy sits next to me and he starts brushing my stomach and um he starts trying to brush my boob and you know tries to kiss me and then i just got up and i left mm-hmm. i just got up closed my computer and then i exited the door and went to my room and i cried like a little baby 
Mm, of course. I mean, this is the first time you've been in this environment you've been looking forward to being in. And then you yeah. still have a level of trust with this lecturer of yours who mm-hmm. said to you they can help you to do better and be great. And then Gandhi, he goes and does this. I mean, who wouldn't be sure? My, my glimmer of hope just mm. messed everything up. <laughs> it was mm. just... It is unreal. It is unreal, to be honest. Couldn't believe that was happening. I was... I don't know, like, it's it's still an emotional um, situation, I guess. I get very emotional when I speak about this. But, yeah, after the whole thing, I was emotional. I cried in my room. I just want, I was thinking, this guy will never see me again. I'm never going to his lectures again. I'm, I'm going to drop out of varsity because I hate mm. this degree anyways. Mm. So a lot was just going through my mind. And I just sat in my room for a few hours after that. And while I was in my room, I was just contemplating what to do. You know, I was thinking, must I tell my boyfriend he's going to freak out, you know, and I don't want people to know about this. So that was my emotional turmoil during that time. But yeah, that's what happened. And then when we talk about the power dynamic in this situation, because at the end of the day, this guy has... Um, power he's in a senior position he's your lecturer he has um, say all of your marks he knows you're not going to school and stuff like that how did that affect you in a way of um, reporting it or speaking to an adult about it oh my goodness reporting it was not even an option for me Because I'm thinking this guy probably has friends in my faculty and the fact that he had the guts to do this to me, maybe some lecturers do the same thing. That was what I was thinking and I was thinking I don't want to be the face of victimization if you want to call it that. You know, I don't want to be known as victim mm-hmm. to this person. And I also did not want to be victimized by students and lecturers. Because obviously it would be my word against his. So mm-hmm. he will obviously lie, maybe call me certain names. And I just didn't want to be part of that. And I didn't want other lectures to make me feel uncomfortable in the lectures by maybe looking at me and recognizing me as that girl i just Mm. wanted it to just end disappear and yeah i just didn't want to think about it and also i had no idea the level of influence he has maybe on other lectures Mm. And after after I spoke about this with um, a couple of other females, 
I realized that this person, I'm not his first victim. Of course. Mm -hmm. I'm not his first victim. So I was like, you know, let me just leave it. I just want to forget about it and pretend like this has never happened. I just wanted to bury it, basically. So, yeah. I wasn't Uh, brave. I wish I was brave. But, you know... You shouldn't blame yourself because a lot of time when something traumatic happens, a lot of people don't report it, you know, because of the exact same things you you mentioned, you know, those, those are real anxieties. Those are real feelings that happen because they can really happen. So don't be like you weren't brave enough, you know. You are brave, you know, and and it's okay to to not have, you know, um, reported him then, you know, like it's it's something that happens, you know, as a survivor of um, trauma as well. Like I, I only reported like the the second time I got raped, you know, like the first time I kept quiet. Um, so it happens. It it really oh, does happen. So don't blame yourself. You know, you are brave. <laughs> you are brave. Um, Thank so you. So when you when you met up with him again, like what was that feeling like? Oh, like what did he did he try to use like your schoolwork against you, or did he just like move on with his life? So I met up with him at the Law Resource Center. I can't remember what I was doing there. I think I was doing an an assignment or something. Okay, sorry. Before that, I usually would see him from afar. And if I see him coming my direction, I would literally walk the other way. Because I don't want to bump into this person. I don't want to be next to this person. So I try by all means to avoid him. Okay, so there was this one unfortunate day where we were both at the Law Resource Center. So I was walking down the stairs and he was walking up the stairs. And I remember that day was just a hectic day. I can't remember why it was so hectic, but the Law Resource Center was full. It was full, full, full. So while I was walking down the stairs, he's walking up, he grabs my arm. Mm. And then I I snatched my arm away from him. I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Excuse my language. I was like, leave me the F alone. And then people just looked at me like, girl, is he crazy? And I just walked. And he he had the shock of his life, I guess, because he maybe thought I was maybe extremely weak (laughs) i don't know but he was super shocked and he sent me an email (laughs) and asked me what's wrong wild why did i I react that way (laughs) wild wild erasure hey i said amnesia (laughs) wild but the nerve though Hey, the the nerve to grab me during the people while I was walking down the stairs, minding my own business. Ah, Mm. that man. 
No. Mm. Disgust me till this day. And I had another encounter with him. Um, I was writing, I can't remember what paper I was writing, but I finished early. So I sat outside and waited for a few friends to finish. So I was sitting alone. And then this man comes to sit next to me to ask how I am. Mm. How was the paper? Ah, I was like, the nerve. Like nothing ever happened. Like nothing happened. I just looked at him with disgust. I stood up and and walked away. I'm not quite sure what was happening with that man, but every time he'd see me, he he would give me attention, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Give me, I don't know what's wrong with him. Because, you know, sometimes what they do um, is like check. They're trying to see how you're feeling to see if you reported or not, you know. Or if maybe they can try again, you know, and then maybe this time will be more successful. You know, be like, say sorry, and then you accept the sorry. You know, you know how sometimes, um, how predators roll, you know. Um, oh, I'm just like, oh. I'm thinking maybe he was thinking, uh, okay, if, if she's nice to me or if she answers in a polite manner, maybe I'll try again. Exactly. Mm. Predators. Those people are wild. Filthy. And especially saying it's not the first time. And Miyazazi, he's young, quote unquote young, probably younger than Mm. like the other faculty staff members, you know. So, you know, people mm, people are going to relate with him, you know, more. Mm. You guys are going to be like, yes, vibes, same 90. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, he's going to find a gap to take advantage of that. And that's That's another reason why I didn't say anything. That's literally another reason why I didn't say anything. Because mm. he he could easily flip flip it on me. Or easily mm. it could easily be my word against his. Because yeah, these things you need evidence. Mm. So mm. I'm like, I don't have concrete evidence. So what's the point? It's not gonna help anything. It'll just make me depressed it'll make matters worse my parents are going to get involved and they mm-hmm. will just do a lot of things that i wouldn't be able to handle hence why i just kept it to myself and i kept it moving so have you not told your parents at all about this hell no girl never are you like scared um yes mm. My father would freak out. He would go to the school, beat him up, <laughs> and just cause a havoc. He would get there and just do the craziest things. So that's another thing. I was like, I can't tell my family because I'm not I'm not gonna be at their level. Because <clears throat> they will be too much for me and it's going to be extremely uncomfortable and it's just going to stress me out because they're going to mm-hmm. bring it up over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah. Meanwhile, I just want to bury it. 
and mm-hmm. it's not something that's easy to talk about you know it's not nice to talk about it's not easy to talk about and yes i know it's not my fault etc but i don't know man what it is about um sexual harassment or about these types mm. of situation i don't mm. know man it just brings a lot of uh shame I, i don't know what the right word is but it just you can't speak about it freely because it's it's embarrassing more than anything that mm. you are mm. a victim of such and you thinking um a people a people going to look at me differently am i going to be seen as this victim of this man or you know it's just a shameful experience which is not easy to talk about it's more traumatizing than anything yeah uh now nah, couldn't tell them i couldn't mm, i hear you and it's so interesting you know as um survivors because i mean i don't like to think because that happened to us um or things of that nature happened to women um that we we stay in the victim lane you know um as survivors the into that time years ago go away right but you busy thinking about how everyone else is going to handle the situation whereas mm-hmm. you are the one who's carrying the biggest burden of it all i always mm-hmm. find that so so interesting you know um and talking mm-hmm. about that like you have now yes. you're walking around with the secret right because it ends mm-hmm. up being this big thing in your chest in your mind in your body at some point if it's gibuye as bibuye jani nini like tani you know yes. how how did this affect your schoolwork because i mean i would be hella distracted yeah it i was distracted i'm not going to lie it affected my schoolwork to the fullest <laughs> to an extreme extent you know because i don't know that situation it just triggered me in a lot of ways it just triggered sorry i'm emotional okay it's okay girl it's all right like let it out you know this and i was about to say earlier you know even though you didn't tell um people at the time i think this is like such a great time now to to speak you know talk through it um think about it in your head you know and just release what you need to release like this is a safe space yeah thank you thank you babe yeah it it's looking back it's it's very emotional for me because <clears throat> i just think about how that situation really affected me it just affected me in the most negative way but i tried to just sweep it under the rug you know <clears throat> so obviously it affected my my grades or my marks because i stopped going to tats for that mm-hmm. particular lecture mm-hmm. i also stopped going to the lectures you know because 
I would see him during lectures. I'd also see him <clears throat> during tats. Okay. Sometimes he wouldn't, someone else would lecture. But, you know, I don't know who's going to lecture that day. You don't know who's going to be so there. I'd rather just avoid it and just study the course in my room. You know, so my average for that subject was not great at all. <clears throat> and on top of everything, you know, varsity is not easy. There's always so much going on. And then I had to deal with that. And then I had to deal with seeing this person every other day or every other week. And I'd get triggered every time I'd see this person. So... It was just a really weird and tough um, experience. And sometimes I would just not want to leave my, my room address. I just sit in my room, windows closed, curtains closed. It would be dark. I'd just sit there. And my friends would knock on the window. Like, girl, what the hell are you doing? Come out. So that situation really did trigger me and it did um, affect me in the most negative way especially regarding that course um, I ended up failing the course because I just stopped going to Tuts my friends used to beg me to go to Tuts but <laughs> I never wanted to see that man again, basically. And they suggested that, you know, go report it. Ask if maybe you can just switch um, tutors and lecturers. But the energy to do that, to even speak about it mm. to an authority wasn't an option for me. Yeah. So it did affect me and I'm still sad about it that I let it get to me. But yeah, I was young, you know, I wasn't as um, uh, assertive and I wasn't as brave and vocal, mm-hmm. you know. So, But also, you also, know, I, I think... Um, like I said earlier, like these things, um, the, the the thought process of it all, it, those things happen, you know, those things are things that happen. And I, th- I guess as we get older um, and we process it, you, you, you think of different ways of how you could have handled the situation and stuff like that. But um, during that time, it's tense, man. It's tense. It's, of course it's going to affect you you know like of course it's going to affect your marks this guy violated you violated your trust he made you believe in certain things right and because he is a lecturer right we, we're supposed to trust these people you know we're supposed to trust exactly. these people we're supposed to be like you know okay um it's a university environment like a friend of mine and i were also talking about like how 
the university environment is sold as this safe space you know like mm-hmm. safe for everyone you know it's a learning free you know there's so much like free like the term freedom yes. free independence um development of the mind you know all of those like sexy words you know um mm-hmm. and it's still supposed to be like a super safe environment to explore all of these things and then mm-hmm. like it's it's all a lie like the university mm-hmm. space is really not the safest space at all like it's it's, it's not it's not built for for especially for the girl child you know what i'm saying like no, it's, it's not it's a it's a tough space for for the girl child i was even having a, a conversation with this other lady on my other podcast um another episode i did about um what what's it called date rape date rape on uni- in university environments and how mm. things like that just like slip you know like um that's why i asked you did the lecturer was was he like you want to drink <laughs> you know because that's mm. what they do like they feed oh, you alcohol gosh. if they know you smoke weed or whatever you know whatever you into oh, yes. you know mm. they're gonna be like just try to get you inebriated you know yep. and then next thing um you've been raped you know exactly. um exactly you're fresh just, out of varsity yep girl you just want to party have fun Mm. And these boys they all have an agenda they're just trying to to if you I know exactly mm. what you're talking about I know mm. exactly what you're talking about and yeah varsity is definitely not a safe space for for women it's actually no. one of the worst um places to be there's so many females who've reported rape at UWC and to be quite honest i don't know any guy who was suspended or even or even jailed because It's of the same like there's no i wish there was some sort of platform or some organization or a safe space for for students to go report you know to go speak to maybe a psychologist or something like that but there's really no safe space at universities which makes things a little bit difficult so mm. it's not easy to report because there's no there's nothing designed specifically for um for that for sexual abuse of any kind cases mm. and you know and as as long as these environments are still male led if the yeah. head of law is a male and then there's like one or two like specks of females in the in the faculty how are things going to change how are you as mm. the girl child supposed to feel comfortable with going to go speak to the dean about um what has happened to you you know what i'm saying like because that shows a precedent of how mm. this person operates 
it's must like this is a boys club and how how do i go and say there's a rotten egg in the boys club you know it's just so tense oh that is true that's that that's what makes everything so difficult because another thing that was going through my head was <laughs> the person that i'm going to report this guy to is a male mm. okay that male probably looks at me the same way as that other guy looks at me so in my head i was like you know i'm, I'm never going to get justice for what happened to me mm. i'll never get justice because all men are the same i don't mean all men are the same but it's okay I've had we so understand crazy encounters with men i don't understand the 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 way they think they they think in very similar ways man and uh, i i don't know it's just a, a weird i guess pandemic inversities where women are just victimized left right and center and on top of that that was not my first experience with someone in an authoritative um position mm-hmm. uh it's not it, it's not it's not my first time being almost sexually harassed by someone in that position because when i started um varsity because I, i applied late i wanted to take another gap year because um because i honestly did not know what to study nico i had no idea but i realized in jan by girl ikresha is running yeah. out yeah. so i just decided to you know go try my luck um chose law and they told me applications are closed girl what are you doing and then i met up with um uh, an src member was like no um I'm going to help you get in your marks are good whatever whatever so that person also tried to to victimize me so i knew that you know this is something that happens in this varsity it's a it's a uh, pandemic i just want so, to scream <laughs> bra and that, i know and there's so many stories i've heard that I had heard before so I knew that I can't <laughs> I I can't put myself in I can't victimize myself again by letting these people victimize me. Mm. So and then also you sort of just like the culture yalapha ngoklela basically. Yes. So that's exactly what I was thinking Nico. Literally. Oh, I would just like scream so bad like yeah. You know when you like have so much emotion inside of you you just want to like cuz wow that's just even before ungene it was like a a pre imagine a precursor of what was to come that's so deep and I'm so sorry that had to happen to you like Whoa. And, and you know they always just try to insert themselves where mm. it seems like you know they're going to help you so you are so amazing you know going back to the whole thing of like 
no when are you mature compared to everyone else like you have this special thing about you you know what i'm saying like it's basically uh-huh. the same thing happened but in a different context yes no i was yeah. i was i was i was definitely um groomed by these people because yeah. I, i was in a a a vulnerable position and mm. they were in the position to help me they pretended like you know they want to help me genuinely however they knew at the back of their heads that they're going to try and solicit sexual favor from me you know so yeah hey, the life we live in girl and mm. steep so now you you want to go back to varsity right um you said before we spoke before we started mm. recording you want to go back to varsity you want to go back to the same varsity like what what are what are some of the feelings that you are sifting through right now okay so you know i i'm in a completely different space i tell myself every day that you know i will never become a victim you know i will never mm. become a victim mm. of such and i need to be part of those people who break the culture of silence i guess so uh, yeah I, i just want to break the culture of silence that's that uh, how can i put it that's kind of born out of stigmatization yes. you know So I want to I will be a voice if anything like that will happen to me I'm definitely going to report it because knowing men it might happen again and I was about to say like this authority. is so tense like you're Girl, already like thinking if it happens again what am I going to do exactly because I know it will happen again and it might happen again So I need yeah like it the situation that happened to me is I guess uh bigger than me you know so um uh, I don't know I I know that I'll never be a victim again I'll never be a, a victim I will never tolerate such nonsense and yeah man we ju- we just need to liberate ourselves from this nonsense in the future and just liberate ourselves from feeling shameful mm. about something that about a situation that's not even our fault mm. so i just want, I, i if if a man does that to me at that university I will be so loud about the situation they will <laughs> they will cry or they will They'll regret feel you they will regret doing what they did you see this guy that did that to me if he's um if he's still at the university of the western cape and I see him there next year 
girl, I will report him. I've told myself this. And some people will ask, why don't you report him now? Girl, I don't know. Mm. But I don't know why. I guess I've just got a lot on my plate. I'm no longer a student. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like I'm stronger. Um, or I will be. I don't know, but if, if 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 he's in the same environment as me, I will definitely go report it. I don't know. Or oh, I'll just be Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> mm. No, but I get it. But, it's like you you just like no, now you you're more um willing to speak about it more, like you the growth that has happened, like you're no longer and I think also in terms of like climate of society as well now i mean like there's lots of talks of gender-based violence rape in general you know people are feeling more and more comfortable to speak up um now way more than before so i get it you know i totally get it and it's really we can encourage each other obviously to go and report because i mean that's what so you're supposed to do but also it's 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 hard <laughs> it's hard yeah it's, it's hard. so hard it's so hard i i really do thank the me too movement because you know you 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 no longer feel like you are alone i guess and the the university i hope will be forced to actually listen to me without passing judgment you know and yeah the social climate climate has definitely changed and yeah hopefully things will just go yeah um they are i guess more likely to to listen to to us complain to investigate because yes. i'm sure they pressured to do so as well yeah so girl mm. i'll never be a victim because no. i have to do it for for the the girls who will be attending after me because mm. I understand the trauma that people go through post situations like that. So, yeah. You know, you're not a victim, girl. Already, you're not a victim. Even then, you weren't a victim. You know, you, you survived the situations. So, mm. you are a survivor. I'm just happy queen. I had the strength to actually get up and leave. Yes, I'm yes. sure there's other other females who were not able to get up and leave. Mm, cuz you know some people's shock like um they can just freeze during shock. Yeah. You know, and then what happens now when you're frozen during shock, you know what I'm saying? So you you at least had the strength to be like, "Hey, yo, what the fuck?" and get mm-hmm. out of there. You know, so, and also the fact that he didn't like 
lock the door and you know because like mm-hmm. some people like or maybe that day he forgot your closies were with you because people who yeah. do things like that they know like oh i need to lock the door just in case they want to run away you know like mm. you're fortunate oh. well you're not yeah. fortunate is not the word but um i'm happy you got away Let me put it like that. I'm happy you got away. Awesome. Do you have any closing words that you'd like to leave with the audience? Um yeah, I would just like to say don't feel bad. Uh don't how can I put it? Don't feel bad if you're not ready to speak about this type of situation, you know. It's not easy to talk about. Um but I do hope if you are or were in this situation, I do pray that somehow you find the strength to actually report and speak about this so that these sort of things can be prevented and also Yeah, the the silence needs to break because the more we speak about these situations, the more we encourage other people to speak about these situations. And universities are supposed to be a safe space, so I feel like it's our responsibility to ensure that it is a safe space for people who are coming to university after us. and i would also like to say that also we as a society we are breeding the next generation so guys please uh do your research learn about sexual grooming because a lot of people know nothing about that especially females they glamorize and glorify <clears throat> dating older men or being wanted by lecturers you know so yeah start wondering guys and also yeah don't feel bad if you're not ready to talk about it it's your trauma and how you decide to handle it is totally up to you so yeah just pray that you get through it and you're not a victim for the rest of your life you don't victimize yourself actually mm. for the rest of your life so yeah it happens and it's not your fault yeah so i think that's what i have to say oh, girl this is this is tense for me and you know like i I never would want something like this specifically, you know, to happen to anyone that I know, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's just so mind-boggling that in a like we said an institution where we are supposed to be safe, where we are supposed to be like free thought, you know, just creating our own paths you know so so much of new budding 
um paths that we are creating and things like Girl, these happen is supposed to be the best time of your life that's exactly and it's really not <laughs> it's really not the best time of our lives um especially as as young women it's it's not the best time of our lives um and it's just it saddens me you know it really saddens me that this is like the ordeal that young women have to go through and then if you it becomes not even worse when it's someone who is like your lecturer you know um and like i said earlier these things happen like across varsities it happens at vits it happens at roads it happens at uct you know um this is this is something that constantly occurs and it's not just like a black thing um i think i just also want to make that clear because we are my my podcast is about black women for black women so that's why we're speaking about the black incident but it happens across like race yes, you know it happens it happens and uh, this thing this thing of um rape adversities lecturers um doing what they're doing um it's all due to the type of society we live in mm. what we speak to children and you know men grow up to feel extremely entitled they what mm. they they I don't know they not they never accountable for anything they always think they can get away with anything you know boys will be boys so that mindset um it grows with them so we just need to make sure as a society that we do better we teach boys to be sensitive we teach boys to actually love women we teach boys to cry we teach boys to to be sensitive we hug them we kiss them so that they can be sensitive to our emotions you know and not mm. be so desensitized mm. to be these strong mean aggressive rapists um yes so it's we just have a lot to work on as a society it's not you know we just need to grow a lot as a society so Yeah. Mm, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. It doesn't come right. out of nowhere. You are completely right. And I'd also just like to thank you for um speaking about this basically for the first time on the podcast. Like I I really take that into account and I appreciate that you you felt comfortable enough, you know, to speak to me and to be to me about it you know so i'm i'm thankful for that as well thank you very much um it's a pleasure babe thank you for actually giving me a platform to speak about this you know i feel like i do have a responsibility to speak out i feel like we should be the change that we want to see So thank you so much for actually giving me this opportunity to speak about what happened. So hopefully it will help someone else to actually speak about this. I'll help someone 
have a voice after this. So yeah, thank you, Nico. Of course, that's that's the whole thing. You know, we share these stories so that we can help each other. Like when I started this podcast, I was just like, you know, growing up, there's so many things that we never get told about. And then it was good to play Nayo and you're like, but why didn't someone tell me about this? You know, mm. so that's like the, one of the premises of Ugly Girls Club to discuss those tough things that Beautiful. our parents might shy away from, you know, mm. um, but we must be able to speak about it to each other, you know, create a sisterhood of some sort so that it doesn't happen again. You know, like yes. we can try limit it to happening again because we shared the story, you know. But okay, cool. I think we are done. And thanks to our listeners for listening. I hope you really had time to think and process. And if you relate to this as well and how how the story maybe was similar to your story or if you didn't know what grooming per se was you didn't have the term for it you know because also we don't have languages for some of these things right um you didn't have the language for it so i hope now after this conversation we gave you a little bit more context on how it could appear in our day-to-day lives you know, it doesn't always come through as like straight up, this is it, you know, and that's why I guess it's called grooming. I hope you learned, I hope you 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 gained something out of this conversation because I I did. I I really did um enjoy this exchange of of women being vulnerable, you know, for 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 all of us you know so yes that's that's the show for today i would like to thank you again for listening this is ugly girls club on outside radio until next time